20 minutes it is before 9 p.m. Joined tonight uh, to talk uh, about mining technology by the uh, Council for Scientific and Industrial Researchers, Michael Sethabana. He's a laboratory manager at the CSIR. And as I said, I had a chance to check in with him earlier on today to uh, uh, take a quick glimpse into the world of innovation uh, at the CSIR. Mike, good evening to you, Brur, once again. Good evening, and thank you for the invitation to share our expertise on your show. Thank you very much. Mike, you know, as I came to to the stall earlier on today, and a uh, big thank you to you and Nabolebu and everybody, you know, who uh, so generously welcomed me and spent a lot of time asking a lot of questions. Uh, but you had your innovations on display then. I want us to just hone in on one of these innovations, which I found fascinating from a mine safety perspective. I mean, we did some stories last week about, uh, you know, uh, no fatalities, the first time in mining history in South Africa where that is the situation. Tell me a bit more about the self-rescue tool that you were showing me earlier on today. Well, thank you again, Ayabonga. Um, yeah, uh, as you mentioned, um, I'm Mike Savana and I'm the lead manager for the self-contained self-rescues. And this is a facility that belongs to one of the impact areas in the mining cluster of the CSIR. So a background about the self-contained self-rescues um, is that, uh, you know, it's a facility that was established back in 1996. So we've been in the service for just uh, below three decades, uh, to be specific, 27 years in the service. So uh, these are the briefing operators which are used by the uh, mine workers in underground mines. And uh, in case of emergencies, um, the miners will be expected to evacuate the toxic environment. And how do they do that? They need to use the self-contained self-rescues. Well, it's commonly known as the self-rescues. Uh, you, you, you can hear that it, it seems like a long term, but then mm. us in the industry, we, we are used to it. So we, we normally shorten it to self-rescue. Sure, sure. And of course, this self-rescue machine has its own components. I mean, one of the things I asked you earlier is, you know, yes, the technology, um, some of it is from South Africa. There's also a variant of it from Ukraine. And then there's also, I understand, a German one. But in all of them, some of the components are South African patents. Talk to us about that. Uh, correct. Um, we we are taking lead in terms of um, self-rescue technologies. And uh, the fact that we also participate in the approval of these um, devices, um, mm. we are we are straight strategically aligned with um, you know the mandate of the uh, CSIR, as well as helping the mining industry in terms of making sure that uh, we promote zero harm. So the inventions that we we have as the CSIR that are used in the self-contained self-rescues. Um, well, I'll just mention the the fuel that are included in uh, most of the approved uh, self-contained self-rescue. So we're talking about the the nose clips. Um, the nose clips are a component which are attached to the nose uh, when the miners are evacuating a toxic environment. That simply assists them to um, prevent inhaling toxic mm. gases uh, because uh, once one inhales the toxic gases, that will be the end of life. 
And then the other one that is uh, also commonly used is the mouthpiece. Um, this has got some special features uh, that were developed by the CSIR. And um, obviously we, we, we used our IP, which is our intellectual property, so we, we had to protect this IP through um, uh, other means so that you know not everyone can just go and use our IP. So um, these are the two most common ones, but we also have what we call the expectation trainer. Uh, the mining operators are expected to make sure that they train their uh, mine workers such that in case of emergencies, they know what to expect mm. from the devices instead of just, you know, uh, uh, opening the unit and then obviously they'll experience certain things that they've never experienced in their life and they will take off the devices and that will, you know, cause some fatality. So the expectation trainer is a, a device that prepares the minds to know what to expect. From a live event, so um, and this is mandatory through uh, the guidelines that was published by the Department of Resources and Energy. So we've got other 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 plenty technologies, but these ones that I mentioned are the commonly used ones. And um, in the currently approved self-contained self-rescuers, um, we 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 have these technologies uh, in there. Mm. And and you know I guess the the one element which might be beneficial for some of uh, the many who are listening to us now uh, who might have skipped chemistry class. Explain just the chemistry behind it. I mean, I, I tried to do so earlier on, but I mean, Mike, you're the scientist, so so please help us there. Yeah, it's very fascinating. Um, what is contained in in the. Uh, currently approved uh, breathing apparatus that are uh, used in our mining industry. Uh, we have what is called potassium superoxide, uh, also known as uh, uh, KO2. Um, those who did chemistry, they will know what KO2 is. Uh, but for the benefit of the listeners, um, KO2 is a chemical that uh, mainly produces oxygen um, mm. that is primarily very important for the mine workers because the moment um, uh, uh, emergency strikes, you would need a continuous supply of oxygen. So um, the chemical reaction that um, comes from the KO2, uh, the main component or the main product that we, we, we get is uh, oxygen. Uh, that comes from uh, the KO2, but there are other products as well. Uh, we also have uh, heat, um, which normally, you know, if the miner experience heat, they can, you know, take away the device uh, if they've not they've not been properly trained. But if they are properly trained, they would know that they would, they should expect heat coming from the unit uh, due to the chemical reaction. So um, as oxygen is generated from this uh, uh, chemical, then the miner will use that as they, you know, evacuate a, a toxic environment proceeding to what we call the refuge bay or the refuge chamber until they get rescued by um, uh, uh, other teams from the surface uh, because it's very critical. These units, once you use them, um, you can get at least 25 minutes 
to evacuate from a toxic environment to a safe place, which is the refuge chamber. You can as well get other units which can produce 30 plus minutes, and these are called the dull dawn units. Uh, but they, we also have what we call the long duration set. Uh, the long duration can last you any anything from 60 minutes up to 120 minutes. So, so, so in a way, I guess some of the long duration stuff um, is the kind of thing that can preempt the type of collapses that are often, you know, observed um, in many of the mines. Um. Yes. Obviously, you know. I guess the implications the, of it. Yeah. Yeah. In the in the life of miners, they they wouldn't want to find themselves in a situation where they are. Uh, faced with using the rescue pack uh, because sure. uh, once you got tragedies, uh, it's 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 hurting um, our, our brothers, our fathers, our sisters. Um, when they leave homes, uh, we expect them to return home safely. Mm. So um, the the long duration sets it's mainly a measure to say in case of emergency, the miners will have something to tend to. Uh, in, 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 with the purpose of saving their lives. Uh, but what is, what is critical is to have what we call the Dalton unit because it's on your body all the time, the shift. So that then when emergency strikes, it's convenient for one to don the unit and mm. proceed to a place of safety. Sure, sure. Maybe just the last one then, uh, Mike, and uh, it's so unfortunate we've run out of time, but I, I would like us to do a few, uh, you know, maybe a part two of this chat with CSIR because I know, having seen your store today, there are so many other innovations uh, that uh, you have developed and patents and IP that is uniquely really the heritage and uh, the uh, products of the South African people. Where can many of our listeners find out more information about the work of CSIR, not just in mining, but in many other areas? Yeah, as, as you mentioned, we are participating in various industries. And um, uh, as I said earlier, that we are a strategic partner uh, in, in many of the industries. And mm. um, we've got the sole purpose of assisting South Africa in resolving some of the problems that, you know, uh, uh, not just anyone can assist in solving, but scientifically prove that we are competent. We can also um, participate uh, globally. So um, we can uh, be reached on our website, which is www.csir.co.za. And once one lands on our page, uh, you can find, you know, different clusters. We've got mm-hmm. nine clusters within the, within the CSIR. Sure, sure. The mining cluster, um, it's called uh, Future Production mining mm. that's where you can find some of the services that we offer uh, because we're not just only in mining but okay. um, if one wants to specifically look at um, yeah. uh, the subject that is talked about at the mining endeavor this week